going, everybody? Here we are with Game Static. I am Zach. I am not Alex Light. He's going to be taking a back seat this week. So with me, it's just me. And then there's John. What's going on, John? Hello. <laughs> so yeah, it's going to be a fun episode. It's going to be a John and me episode. So if you've seen any of those before, <laughs> you we can. There's a script, but we kind of just do what we want. Yeah, it's sort of just it's there for reference. But um. Yeah, John and me this week. Alex is going to be taking a back seat this week. Maybe we'll see him next week because I don't believe we're going on a break at all. If we are. We are. We're doing a lot of breaks. Yeah. I don't think we're doing a break, so he should be back next week in case something else comes up. But I do want to shout out our sponsors, H&E. You can go check us out there. Get one of our jerseys. Um, you got one of the game Stag jerseys, don't you? Yeah. Uh, I would have worn it today, but I've been going through all of my laundry and stuff and uh, getting rid of stuff and not quite sure where it's at in the pile I've made. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Well, of course, Agent Inc., Wayward Beard Company, uh, Rogue Energy, which just came out with Tiger Blood Friday, which is strawberry, watermelon, and coconut and is an energy flavor. I don't know how I feel about it. It was good until I saw the Coke and I was like, I don't know how I feel I'm, about this. I'm thinking it's just going to be kind of like a, a little addition to the flavor. I don't think it's going to be pretty. Yeah. I haven't picked it up yet. Neither have I. But then again, I was looking at buying Rogue today, and they all, they're they out of just about everything. I have it in my cart. I just didn't buy it yet. Of course, uh, Red Dragon. Check out the Discord. Check out the website. Um, I think that's our run-through of everything. If not, I'll hopefully hit it on the back end. If not, oh well. It will, we'll probably come around to something we forgot at some point. Probably at some point. Did I turn that off? Yes, it does. Cool. I'll be honest. We started off, and I was just like, I don't remember which one of these turns the music down. I'm going to assume it's this one. I, the reason I'm not in charge of that thing. <laughs> um, now, I'll be honest. This this is really going to be a shit show today, because I don't honestly remember the flow of this at the moment. So uh, we're just we, going to roll with it. I was going to say, we, we can kind of ju- just jump into this a little bit. Uh, I know we both played a little bit of Minecraft Legends. We're not going to be on this for too long. Yeah, no, like, when we say a little, we both played the tutorial. I was and very... that's about it. I was very harsh on games in the last week. Yeah, that's what you were saying. I didn't... I've... if I decided very quickly that uh, if I'm not feeling it, I'm not continuing it. That's sort of how it felt like Minecraft Legends. I mean, um... Microsoft and Mojang doing their thing. It's a real-time strategy open world is what I got from the little bit I played outside the tutorial. The tutorial is also... tutorial is weird. Yes. Because more or less, you get summoned by these three beings because piglins are invading the overworld, and they give you gifts. One is a flag that allows you to command creatures to fight for you. Um a loot that you play to command fairies to do stuff for you. And then, um, I forgot what the other one gave you. Uh, there's, yeah, there's the loot to get the fairies to like harvest materials and stuff for you. There's, I don't know what it was. It was something else, but it was to be able to use the materials to build the structures, to use the flag to summon material, to summon creatures to fight for you. Okay. And then they just got you a horse, which is, Jittery as all get out. I didn't. I didn't make it that far. You didn't. It's in the opening cutscene. As soon as the tutorial ended, I was done. 
then you would have had the horse. You were I, on the horse the entire time. If you were on it, I didn't. It didn't. It didn't fucking show up, or it didn't register. Okay. I may have had one. I may not have had one. I don't have a fucking clue. Because you have to be on the horse. I guess I was on a horse. I don't okay. know. This game. This game did not appeal to me in the fucking slightest. I mean, I could see why some people would be I, into I could it. See why people would like it. I just wasn't. I don't know. It was one of those where, like, playing through the tutorial, I was like, man, I would have probably been better if you didn't give me a tutorial on yeah, this, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, as I said, it's from the little bit I played after the tutorial, which was not a lot. It's um, an re- open-world RTS. It gives you a map that's pretty large where you have to fight off the piglins and whatnot and everything, and you just have to run across the map to each one. Yeah. So, so you have to really control your resources. Yeah, I I assume it works similar to tutorial where you see like a little piglin camp or a little tower or whatever, and you're, the objective is to go around destroying those. Well, it first starts you off with saying, "Hey, this village is under attack. Go help them." Hey, this village is under attack. Go help them again. Oh, we got this stuff. Go do it. No, hey, another village is and like the villagers are fucking spread out. It's like you really got to book it. Yeah, I mean, it was one of those where like as I was playing it, I. I very quickly realized I'm this is this is not a game I'm gonna be I'm gonna really be interested in. I mean that was sort of how I felt too. I but like, at, at the same time, I mean if somebody's looking for like a chill, like not to, if they like the aesthetic of Minecraft and like RTS style, R, RTS style that's not like overly complicated or anything, then yeah. then I mean go for it. I mean, that's what I would say, too. I mean, if you're interested in RTS and, like, Minecraft, I mean, I would definitely give it a shot. Um, Especially if you get Game Pass. Yeah, it's free. Yeah, if you got Game Pass, it's on there. That's why I tried it. I was I I knew going into it, it probably wasn't going to be my game because from what we had seen previously, it didn't excite me. I was about to say, the only one excited was Alex. But I was, like, I was looking uh, through Game Pass the other day, and I was like, eh, it's there. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> So yeah, that's really all of our experience. I would, for anyone who's listening, I mean, if you like Minecraft and you like RTSs, give it a shot. It may catch you more than we did. Um, neither of us are feeling RTSs right in this moment. So yeah, and it's I don't know. It's not it's not the type of RTS like the the gameplay loop of it of yeah like having because one like to gather the resources you have to be close enough to be able to send the, like tell the fairies to go get the resources. And but stuff. yeah, once they set it, they just strip mine that place yeah which i don't i don't know i wouldn't i wasn't the biggest fan of it but i could very easily see how it could appeal to people yeah i mean my thing about it was just the opening sequence they see all that stuff and they go we must find a hero and they find some body in diamond armor mining underground and they immediately ask him will you help us and the, the person jumps up and agrees in that monster so i was like there was a 50-50 there. They were either like, sure, they were going to turn around and continue mining because they're like, fuck this, I got a mine to do. <laughs> yeah. I didn't watch that. They gave me the option to skip it. So you skipped it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's probably why you didn't know you had a horse then. You probably skipped that cutscene too. I, I, like I said, I may have had a, I may have been on a horse at some point, but I don't know. All righty, job. Uh on the other end, so I'm, that I'm one didn't catch you. So arguably how, way harsher. <laughs> Dead Island Two. If you haven't read the tagline, John apparently refunded it. Um, so what was your experience with Dead Island Two, John? I fucking hated this game. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say it from there. It's not a bad game. It was just okay. Basically, the the it's ba- you're on the this island in okay. the beginning of the game. There's a cutscene where uh you see some of the zombies like kind of starting to come around and that it's already in effect and people are you're it's cuts cutting between like main characters and different characters that you'll encounter and random people and stuff boarding a plane trying to get away from the city okay and you go through this whole sequence of basically introducing what would be all the characters that you have the option to play uh, and then as like right after the plane takes off, one of the guys on there turns, which also they were checking people before they got on the plane. So I don't know how this guy got through to begin with. I mean, it's standard zombie cliche. There always uh, yeah, one I, gets through. I know. But, uh, so more or less what you're telling me, they have an opening sequence similar to like the original Borderlands. Kind of. Okay. Except it's a, it's like the plane go, it takes off. It starts going. Uh, guy turns, starts like eating like ripping through people on the plane and then the military shoots the plane down what yeah yeah military shoots the plane down and uh the character that you choose to play is the survivor of the crash so can you start a lobby with multiple people then no you can i don't think you can start it with multiple people because you get the option to do multiplayer after the opening segment okay because the opening segment is you wake up on a plane or you wake up in the wreckage of the plane uh, and then kind of walk down this designated path where they teach you how to crouch and jump and clamber and things like that. And then you encounter a couple people there. Uh, I'm almost like surprised by the character selection because based on at least all this Dead Island 2 stuff I saw, it made it seem more like you were going to have a custom character versus a set of characters like the original Dead Island. You might be able to... I didn't... I didn't notice any in my short time with the game okay. or like a lot of customization. Uh, but yeah, basically what had like the beginning of the game is you go through this like the laid out path for you and then you encounter a couple people, who sur- other people who survived the crash. Uh, basically being this uh, rich lady or like this famous lady okay. who is basically paid to get on the flight to get out and her assistant. Okay. Uh, and then a, uh, a guy who's like, he's got part of the plane like laying on top of his legs and that needs help to get out. Then you start hearing the zombies come up and uh, the the famous lady and her assistant go running back to hide at her house and tell you to deal with it. <laughs> And then in the course of you, it's like, and then it's just like you get introduced to the zombies and they start trying to attack you and that it introduces you to the, like the melee combat, which I, I do not like the melee combat in this game. If it's anything similar to the original Dead Island, I remember it being sort of janky. I preferred the original Dead Island. Really? Okay. Uh, This one felt janky because you're given, you're basically immediately given a dodge. Okay. uh, Which I was playing on. Uh, mouse keyboard with and it so it was uh, left alt, Ugh. which okay. which is basically just a little dash. It's to try to allow you to get out of the way of zombie hits or something like that when they're swinging at you. But like in the original Dead Island and in a lot of like these zombie type games, couldn't w- you block? 
Uh, you, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's block feature. There's a lot of like passive, like talents and stuff for blocking and dodging and different things. I'll get into that. Okay. Uh, I don't like the way the, the perks are set up in this in the game either. Uh, but it, it felt really weird because there would be, I don't know if it was bugs I was encountering or if it's intended mechanics. Okay. But there were times where I would swing, like I would queue up a swing at one of the uh, zombies walking towards me. Okay. And my character lunges into him. Okay. And then other times it wouldn't happen. And it just kept happening over and over again. And then in in a lot of the other zombie games, if you're landing like consistent head, shot, head attacks, at least with blunt weapons or something, there's a little bit of hit stun on the enemies. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. It's fucking nothing. They don't give a fuck? They, they don't give a fuck. Some of them have like the, this like blue bar around their health bar. And if you knock it down, they fall down. And then you can stomp on their head and basically do a finisher on them. Okay. Uh, but yeah, as far as like basic attacks, unless you're doing like a power, powerful swing or, uh, if you hit them multiple times, then they'll kind of like stumble back a little bit, but it was a bit rough. I didn't find, I didn't really have any good weapon. Like early on, you don't really have any good weapons or anything. Okay. So normally like I'm usually relying on like weaving back and forth and just yeah. like strafing around in that. But like I said, it was being real I don't know if it was buggy or what, but I kept lunging far into him and then taking three hits trying to get out of the way and dodge backwards and that. Uh, and then I, I encountered uh, one bug multiple times where, because uh, there's suitcases everywhere again. Okay. But it's like I would trigger, like, you know, in some games, like when you hit a like a load spot, if you're, position or if you set it up properly you like shoot forward yeah i kept doing that on accident <laughs> it's like i would step forward and then like it would load something far off in the distance and my character would just fly until they hit a wall oof uh so that that wasn't great because uh, that kept happening but i mean from there you you basically oh and you also you get bit find out you're basically immune to it because you get bit you you like walk your way out, pass out, wake up in the morning, you haven't turned or anything, and you find out you're immune, basically. Cool. And then you make your way to the rich lady's house, and then you kind of, they start getting attacked. Uh, some, It's like, and then you you get told you're immune, and you try, you, from there, the objective is uh, go tell the authorities that you're immune and hope you don't get dissected, and then it opens up and lets you do whatever you want. Okay. Uh, and the way the perks work in this game, probably showed it in uh, some of the probably. material beforehand. But when you, in a lot of games, you level up and then you choose your perk from perk tree. Yeah. It's not this game. Uh, you find cards throughout the world and you get some for like story beats or just instances where they want to, they want to introduce you to what it is or okay. what the perk is. And then you have to equip the card, and then you can like change them on the fly. But I don't, I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't care for them because a lot of times perks, it's like you work your way through like minor damage perks or minor defensive perks, and you get something cool. Yeah, these were like dodge. It's like uh, 
so are perfectly they just... dodging attacks or perfectly blocking attacks gives you a slight amount of health regen. Okay. Or like sprinting and uh, hitting, like, you know how you kick doors down? Yeah. If you sprint and hit that button, you do, or if you jump and hit that button, if you're in the air, you do like a jump kick or like a drop kick at them. Gotcha. Which is like, I mean, that's cool, but usually that's just a perk in a tree that you pick early on in one of these games. Yeah. And then you can stack those up throughout it. This was like, I think you get, there's like basic perks, which are like the performing multiple dodges gives you health regen okay, or something like that. And then there's like the actual perks, which is like when you're in the air and do the kick, you do a drop kick. And then there's like character specific ones and that, but you get, and it's like, I think you get like, it was like six of the basics, like four or five of the like the actual perks and then it's like it basically started with a lot a little bit less a little bit less a little bit less gotcha and you unlock them at like level break points and stuff i think it was okay so and are these cards just sort of everywhere are they drops no they're they're like around the like i found some around the world like walk going exploring through a house or something i i found some uh so it's like they're it's kind of like how collectible, like they're kind of like a collectible. They, gotcha. they have that like glow to them. So if you if you walk into a room, even if it's dark or something, you can see the glow of it. Okay. Uh, yeah, that is an interesting choice. I mean, I see the reason for it because it allows if people to try different builds. If it allows you to change them on the fly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just I, I prefer the the standard perk trees and kind of like here's like your even if it's just as basic of here's damage here's defensive here's supportive yeah or something like that i i prefer those type of trees in these games uh there it's like to be fair there were there are interesting things uh that they introduce you to early on which is like in kind of like environmental effects Okay. Where since the city is being destroyed, there's power lines and stuff down everywhere. And you like you can turn on uh there'll be like burst pipes where you can turn the water on and if mm-hmm. it goes over the the power lines, it creates an electrified puddle and stuff like that. Uh which is like for one of the side quests that I did was I mean it was basically teaching you to do it mm-hmm. even though you would have encountered it beforehand. Uh, just by walking to that location where he needs the power. On, this was, yeah, this one was kind of dumb. He needs a power on his house, but the cables are cut. And there in his shed, you see like the the cut cables and it's like, oh, well, let's, if if they have something to for the current to go through and there's a water can next to it, it's like, okay, well, I'll pick it up and throw it over there and it creates a puddle <laughs> and then the power in the house turns on. I don't think that's how that works, but okay. But yeah, it's like, it's campy in that. I mean, there's, there are fun aspects to this game. I, I just found it incredibly generic. I mean, that's fair. I mean, I would, it's like, I was, I was hoping for like slight improvement over the the previous Dead Island. This one felt, I don't know. It just felt odd to me. Uh, and then, like, exploring exploring the houses is, like, when you're running around the city, like, you can go into the houses and stuff. But it, exploration is a bit odd because in the, in the 
previous Dead Island, if there was a locked door, you just broke the door down. Yeah. It's not like that. So if you encounter a locked door, you have to find a key to unlock the door. Well, that sucks. So like there'll be doors that you can't open or you'll go to open it. It's like, no, door opens from the other side. And it's like, okay, well, how the fuck do I get to the other side? And then you'll find some where it's like the door is locked, but it needs, it's like got a little circuit on the outside and you need to put a fuse in the circuit to open the door. And the only way I found circuits is to buy them from a trader. But by the time that I got the trader, I had enough to buy one. So I was like, okay, well, I've seen like four of these things and I can open one of them. Well, that sucks. Uh, I would assume somewhere in the world you can find some. You can, you might be able to find them somewhere. But like then up there, it's like other little things. Like you'll see generators that need a battery that you can pick up a battery and carry over to it or something like that. Um, so it's like there's little things like that where you can turn on environmental effects and things of that nature. But it 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 didn't draw me in in any significant way. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, I mean, game looks game looks great. It almost sounds very similar to the original Dead Island because I mean, original Dead Island it was during the sort of hype of all zombie games and whatnot. And I mean, it was unique in just the fact that it was pretty much. Very open world right from the beginning once it starts. See, as the hotel thing gets you through that. Once you're at the initial hotel after escaping your hotel room, it's just like, go for it. There's a quest line that opens up more errors, but just go for it. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of kind of the vibe I got from this, where it was like, it's like, here's the direction to go for the main quest. But there's all this other shit you can do along the way. Yeah. And that, that, it's like, that's where I was kind of at. I was doing a lot of the other stuff. Uh and then it was a very early on, um, very early on. Okay, there are cool things to this game. <laughs> there are some cool aspects of it. So I was walking around. Uh, I went to this one house and I'm walking around on top of it. And there's like glass, glass panels for the ceiling uh, that I can see down into the the like room below me. Okay. You could just smack those and fall straight in. Oh, nice. So it's like, there are cool aspects. So there like is that. some nice physics. So stuff. it's like there, there's some cool physics stuff. Although the annoying thing is like one of the doors that I needed, like a fuse to open. Mm-hmm. It's just a wooden door with glass panels in it. You can break all the glass panels out, but you can't open the door without the fuse. <laughs> and I found that very infuriating. That's pretty funny, honestly. But yeah, there there are cool like physics aspects of it. Like the environmental effects were uh, were kind of cool, and the fact that you can just like windows and stuff, you can just kind of break and as long as it's just glass, you can mm-hmm. smash it and jump right through it. Okay, that's nice. Uh, but I did find out uh, you will you can encounter zombies very early on. Okay, that are much higher level than you. Oh, how fun. And will, like, take 80% of your health away in one hit. And they were a different type than I had encountered before. So, like, they were much... They're already resistant to, like, stumbling and blunt effects and stuff. Yeah. Uh, These weren't... They didn't give a shit at all. Uh, And then, like, they had much faster movement and, like, like jumping 
like they would they would like crouch back and then leap forward at me at like at my character and that and I was I was like okay well this is this is slightly annoying the game does auto save fair like frequently but you can just run into these just roaming around yeah I, I ran into stuff that was much higher level than I was pretty early on and it seemed like that entire zone was uh, over leveled or just no, it was I don't know if it was like over leveled or if I just walked into one of the higher like an area where it's like well, yeah you probably should have gone the main quest first and gotcha. then showed up over here because I could have I could have killed him I came back and killed him fairly easily okay uh it was just more annoying to do yeah because I mean at that point stuff at that point I had some decent like some more decent weapons so uh like stuff that was my level I'd like one or two shot and then these I'm like circling around them hitting them like 15, 15 20 times and i'm like okay well this is this is not the uh like right off the bat experience i wanted yeah but yeah other it's like that's about as far as i got okay well overall you it's not a game for you but oh. would you recommend it to anybody If you're just like if you're just looking for something to kind of scratch the zombie game itch for you, I mean, it it is probably decent. Okay. Um, but it it's also it's at least from what I saw, there's not there wasn't anything special or exciting with it. It was very bland uh, of like a zombie game. It's like if you played. You played Dead Island and you're going to Dead Island 2. Gonna be kind of the same thing. Okay. It's like with a little bit more to it. Uh but yeah. Other than that, it was like at least the few quests I did at the beginning of the game. Pretty much fetch quests. But I mean early on you kind of expect that, but yeah. it's like Dead Island, that's pretty much all the game was. Yeah, that was all it so, was. Yeah. Was you going to one, would, fighting your way to one point, picking something up and coming back? I would hope that this game has more to it when it, like, as, you, as you get into it and it fleshes itself out some, yeah. But overall, I mean, if you're looking for just kind of like a generic zombie killing game mm -hmm. uh, with, like, melee combat, yeah. this, might, this might serve you. Okay, that's uh, good. But yeah, it's like... For me, it, it it didn't do anything. Didn't do anything for me. Okay, I wasn't super <laughs> excited for it, but I was like, I'll I'll give it a try. Recent, it's like because within like six months, I've played Dead Island, so I was like, oh, I'll give it a shot since it's coming out. I mean, that's fair. I mean, it was a thing. Dead Island, I enjoyed it when it was, but I saw Dead Island too. I was sort of like, meh. Well, that's the thing. It's like I Dead Island for its flaws, mm -hmm. and like me playing it a decade later. Uh, or about a decade after it came out. Yeah. Uh, it's still an enjoyable game to play for one playthrough. Yeah, no. It's like, it's still enjoyable. I didn't get that from from this game. Uh, the It's like the only the only character that I, that I found any entertainment from was the rich lady's assistant. Because <laughs> he's he, like... He's of the mindset of we have to get her out. She's very important, but also what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> That's the, actually pretty entertaining. From the little that I played. Because 
when you get because like right after you wake up from and find out you're immune, basically, yeah, you show up at the rich lady's house because she gave you her address and said, "Hey, if you make it through, come come here. I'll give you a place to stay, so we can ride this out." And you get there and like they every like they, everybody's freaking out. He's like, "Well." It's amazing you didn't make, or you made it all the way here and didn't get bit, and then you just raise your arm up and you go, well, about that. And he immediately starts freaking out, pulls a gun on you and stuff, but he's terrified of, like, terrified of guns. (laughs) Doesn't want to shoot you. You know, you saying that makes me go, just a random offshoot. So, like, genre mixing, and just for whatever reason, and a zombie apocalypse doing a murder mystery... (laughs) For just shits and giggles. Yeah. See, the 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 one the one kind of chuckle I got out of this game was uh when you right after you make it there, okay, and like you're still kind of fuzzy from getting bit and you haven't quite like shaken it off yet. Mm-hmm. You pass out. You wake up with handcuffs on. But when the, when the screen goes dark, gunshot goes off. Okay. You wake up and it's the rich lady in front of you, and she's like, uh, "She goes, oh, so," you, or she's like, "Say something," and you, and you just respond like, "Oh, you didn't shoot me." She goes, "Oh no, uh, my assistant panicked, dropped the gun, and and it went off. Fucker almost shot me." That <laughs> <laughs> was like, I was like, you know what? That's probably the appropriate response to somebody freaking out right there. Yeah. But everybody else just doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> but yeah, um, like I said, for me, I I played this game for as long as I could to still be in the refund window, <laughs> and then um, like closed out of it. Thought about it for a couple minutes, and I went, "I'm not gonna go back and play that game." I mean, that's fair. That is definitely fair. Um. Okay, so maybe we'll get a bit from Alex because he said he did pick this up. Yeah, he he was more excited than I was to play it, I think. Because for me, it was more of curiosity of what they would have done uh, for a second game. And who knows, maybe he'll get further into it and he'll actually, or and he'll prove me wrong and mention how how the game fleshes out afterwards and how the perk system's actually good. Uh but it didn't impress me from it didn't impress me from the early portions of the game. Okay. Well, where you went that single player zombie route, I went on a more multiplayer route and picked up pre-order and uh Crash Team Rumble because they were doing the beta and I was bored and went, sure, I'll spend thirty dollars for a beta. And that that's been interesting. So for anyone who doesn't know what this is yet, it's Crash Team Rumble. It's Toys for Bob's version of a multiplayer game, which it's going to be solely multiplayer. It's a 4v4 um, collection arena-style game. More or less, four pe- two teams of four load onto a map, and your goal is to collect as much Wumpa Fruit as you can before the other team, reaching a goal of 2,000 Wumpa Fruit before the opponent, which most of these matches only last... If it's a stomp, five minutes. If it's actually a close game, about ten. Okay. So these are fairly quick games and everything. And it has a whole thing. There's Each map is sort of different. There's the Just Beachy map, which is your starter standard map. 
no real verticality. Um, there's gems. Like in the Crash series, you collect gems in the maps. In this, there's sets of like three to four platforms with gem colors where if you capture and hold it for long enough, it boosts how much Wumpa fruit you get. So it'll do like whatever you have plus 30%. And if you have multiple of them, it goes up. And it can max out. So I think on one of the maps, there's like three sets of gems you can collect. And if you get all three active, it gives you like plus 110%. Okay. So is this like both teams load into the same arena yep. and you're comp- okay and, and is you it, beat the shit out okay of i was about to say is it like you you can actually fuck with each other and you fight? can beat the shit out of each okay. other because it actually has roles with the beta you only have uh, access to five characters two scorers two supports and then one blocker okay so question is it like when you're beating the fuck out of each other are you just like kind of knocking them around or something, or can you actually like send them back to like a respawn? You send them to respawn. Okay. okay. You that, can outright kill people. That's what that's what I was wondering. I didn't know if it was gonna be like the kid gloves on or if no. they're like fucking send them out. Yeah. So pretty much any time. So more or less explain the roles. So the two scores are Crash and uh, Tan Tan. it's not Tanya. It's like. Dwana or something like that. She's the female Bandicoot who was apparently in the original game. I don't remember, but makes a reappearance in four. All stylized and everything. They're your scores. More or less your scores are your high mobility characters who can collect, who can hold a lot of Wumpa fruit. Because each character can also only hold so much Wumpa fruit. Makes sense. And so they're ideally your more uh, able to get around quicker, collect Wumpa fruit, get back, score a crap ton for you. Then you have your supports who, as their setup insinuates, some of their skills have some sort of support aspect or debuffing effect because they're Coco, Bandicoot, and uh, Cortez, where Coco, she can set up a digital wall to block people and also give a speed boost to your allies. And then Cortez, he's got his ray gun where he can turn people into animals. Okay. Yeah. And he can also drop pianos on people. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Why not? <laughs> um, and the bonus thing with uh, supports is that one of the features in the game is you can, can collect relics. And if you collect relics, there's spots on each map, which is unique to each map, which activates certain things. Like on just beachy, if you get five relics, you can activate it. You get put into a beach ball and you can roll around faster. Anyone you run into immediately just takes damage and gets knocked away. Or you can even activate um, on just beachy the like epic relic for it is a second bank so besides your home bank if a team activates the second bank they claim that and now they have two banks they can score at versus one so are there enough relics in the map for like is it just enough for like one team can get five no or is it like there's a set number the answer to what you're asking is there's plenty because they respawn Oh, so you just keep fucking getting them as much as you yes. want to. Okay. And the bonus thing with supports is they have a chance where if a relic spawns, they actually get a double spawn, so they get two relics instead of one. Oh, okay. So so maxing it, maxing that out is not hard? No. Okay, that's what I was wondering. It's just a matter of whether people are collecting them and using them appropriately, because as far as I could tell, unlike the Wumper Fruit where each character has a max capacity, you can just collect relics. Okay. But if you die, you lose all of them. Okay, that's that's 
that's the caveat I was wondering about. Yes. It's the same thing with your Wampa Fruit. If you die, it's all gone. And more or less, that's their thing is sort of supporting, allowing them to collect relics to activate the relics faster. Because in the beta, there's three maps, and each one has sort of their own thing, which they're with their big one, which only the epic relics, which only one team collect. Like, I forget what the map's called, but more or less, it's Uka Uka, the evil mask. If you collect the epic relic, it shields your team, and he summons. Uh, Brimstone and fire from the sky and just rains down hellfire on the map. Your team's cool. The other team's completely fucked. Okay. And then the other one, Calamity Canyon, you summon a UFO that chases the other team and just dis- uh, disintegrates them if they get hit by it. And you can very much block them into it if you want to. Okay. So the so the the ultimate relics are actually something that you want to go for. <laughs> yeah. And it's a one-time thing, so once a team collects it, that's it for the round. Okay. Um, and then you have the one blocker, which is Dingo Dial, and their whole goal is to fuck the other team over. Yeah, so you basically have your objective players, your support players, and your fuck you players. Pretty much. Okay. Because Dingo Dial's whole kit, he's the slowest character out of the five, and his whole thing is he can smack you with his tail, he can... Vacuum up stuff so he doesn't have to be as close, but he can use it to deal damage and slow opponents. And he can also use it, if done well, to suck them up and then slap them in whatever direction he wants. Okay. And then he also just has a tail whip spin. So if a good dingo dial player just sits on the enemy bank, they can fuck them for a while. <laughs> okay. And then if then there's also a whole thing where if you're playing your role, you get a special meter, which is a specific tool which any character can have, and it's actually selectable at the beginning of the match where you choose... How many fucking mechanics do they have in this game? I mean, they have a fair amount of mechanics, <laughs> but they're actually very simple. I know. they. It's like nothing sounds complicated, but you just keep layering it. You're like, oh, yeah, this one and this one. I'm yeah. like, fuck. And this one is, as long as you play your role or your character, you get a meter, special meter, in which your specials in the beta is you can summon Venus flytraps, which spit... Stuff at enemies, dealing damage and slowing them. Summon a heal fridge. Summon a big electrical troll that guards a spot and just slaps people away. And then there's the... uh, I don't remember, but it's more or less just a boost. It increases your damage and speed for your character specifically. Okay. So it's like as long as... So as long as you pick like your score and you're actually going for the fruit and trying to... Yeah. Trying to play play the objective of your role, then then you're gaining that. Yeah. Okay. And which you gain it for just doing normal stuff of just collecting wampa, dealing damage to your opponents. But if you're actually doing what your role's supposed to do, it increases much faster. Okay. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. And I mean, and that's pretty much the game. And as I said, depending on how it's going, if your team's stomping, maybe five minutes. If it's an actual close game, ten minutes. So I thought you had a better time than I did. I mean, I did. It was actually fairly fun. It was actually a lot funner than what I was expecting. And, I mean, the beta really is just a taste because even when it starts up, it's like, this is a beta test, so we can just test stress test our servers and whatnot. There's going to be more maps, more game modes, and more characters upon release. And, like, if you go watch the remotional stuff, there's at least, like, four or five other characters already fully fleshed out and whatnot that we can't even mess with in the beta. Okay. Uh, 
I I myself also played into a a play test. I today. saw that when you posted the darker and darker. Well, stuff. this is a different one. Than oh, that. is it? This okay. Is a different one. What did you this mess is, with? This is one that a buddy of mine's been trying to talk me into playing with for a while. Uh, I played Battlebit Remastered. Uh, or I, I, th- like I don't know if it's called Remastered. I actually. feel it's like Battle, I should know what that Battle is. Battlebit something. Uh, apparently it's 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 only made by like a, a handful of people, if that many. Okay. Uh, it's uh it. It's on Steam. They do. They do like, I think it's like month. I don't know if it's weekly, biweekly, or monthly. Uh, like stress tests. Okay. Uh, this is a low poly, uh, like low poly, battlefield esque shooter. Okay. <laughs> and what like, we played for a couple hours this morning because the test the test window is like four hours or oh, something okay. like that. Uh, that happens on like Saturdays. Oh, that reminds me. So I don't know if it's like every Saturday, every other Saturday. I don't know it because it's the first time I played it. Okay. But he's been playing it for, a, he plays in just about everyone that comes up and he's been trying to talk me into playing it. And then today I was like, eh, fuck it. Let's give it a shot. I've had two losses already this week. <laughs> but uh, it's, yeah, it's like, it's very much like low poly. You know, like think character models, you know, that game Unturned? Yeah. Think those models? Oh God! Okay. In a a giant map with there's thirty two v thirty two. Okay. That's the small mode. Okay. Sixty four v sixty four. Oh God. And one twenty eight versus one twenty eight. That's a shit ton of pixels. But yeah, it's and it's like it's basically a battlefield game. There's okay. There's tanks, helicopters cars like four wheelers so what you're telling me is you played lego battlefield (laughs) kind of because it's like you have the assault class the medic class the engineer class okay and the recon which is basically just sniper and uh we played that for a few hours and uh it's way better than it should be (laughs) (laughs) it's way more fun than it should be because the fun okay this is something that i think should be in way more shooters than it has in it when you get when you, when you get knocked down since there's medics that can revive you you just just piles of bodies on the ground the fun part about this game is you can drag them <laughs> so if, if somebody's been knocked down you can run up to them and there's a there's a hot key i think it's like holding f you can just start like drag their body around the corner and then pick them up oh nice that is actually very handy. So it's it's fun. It, like the gunplay in it, it plays like a f- normal fucking shooter. It's just low poly, and that's just because since it's, I assume that's because of the fact that by doing that they can, inc- like it takes the detail down so they can ha- spend more time on the shooting mechanics and okay. have more people in it without having to worry about all the textures and everything loading in. Okay. Because the thing is, the since the game is low poly. It doesn't have a lot of like crazy textures or anything in it, but it doesn't. It doesn't look bad. It looks it like you don't. You start to not notice it after a couple minutes. I mean that's good. But uh, and that's just because the game feels good to play. So, but yeah, I I played that for a couple hours uh earlier today, and it was a lot of fun. If you like shooter games like Battlefield, uh, check out try to check out Battle Battle Bit is. It's Battlebit something, but Battlebit, uh, you can check it out on Steam. They post when their play dates are going to be. 
but usually it's a like a four hour window or something on Saturday mornings. Gotcha. You know, you saying that reminds me. I have access to a game called Hyenas. Um, of course you do. What the fuck is this? So it's a shooter game, but it's like a a gravity team based shooter game. Or actually, no, it's not. It's it, it is a gravity based verticality team based shooter where more or less you're trying to steal. Um, I mean, I can't remember what exactly. I have access to it. It's done three playtests since I got access. I've yet to do one. God damn it. Sam. And it's like whole weekends, too. Why do you not play these games? Because I You forgot. don't play these games, and yet you'll you'll text Alex and be like, yo, do I spend money on Naraka or do I spend money on WWE? I mean, I have money, man. Yeah, I know, but you could be playing these games <laughs> that you have access to. I mean, at the time, I, it wasn't up. Wow. Uh. But yeah, uh, in reference to what you had mentioned previously, though, uh, this past week, uh, we didn't talk about it. We didn't talk about it last weekend because we were on break, mm-hmm. so we're we're like a week behind on it now. But uh, yeah, uh, Dark and Darker uh, delivered on their previously like before the lawsuit and all the controversy and everything from Nexon. They had they had stated that their playtest was going to be on April fifteenth, and radio silent on it. No information. Everybody was wondering if it was going to happen. I had written it off. I said it wasn't happening. Yeah. And then April fifteenth, about ten o'clock in the morning, post went up on Discord. Playtest is available. Here's the torrent link. Nice. Uh, they couldn't put it on Steam because Steam still won't touch it with the lawsuit going yeah. on. So they they. Literally just put their put their game out the full torrent file and everything for it. Wow! So it's like yeah, we torrented. The, it's like everybody nice. played in it just torrented the the download and then loaded into it. They did a lot. I was gonna ask you about because you put put that screenshot of Bard class out. I was like, how does that work in this it, game? It's been okay. I'll get into that. Okay. But, but yeah, the, I I will be the first one to admit this. Well, actually, Iron Mace admitted it very openly. Okay, this, this play test was rough. Okay, there it was plagued with stability issues. Like there was a lot of lag. Game kit, like you'd play you'd play a match out, ex, like go through, spend fifteen twenty minutes in there, and it like looting fighting everyone on the map extract out and then it wouldn't count because the server was being bombarded they they were suffering a lot of ddos attacks too so there was a lot of times you you'd do a run extract out and then you would get nothing that's rough because because the server was having issues so they were they openly admitted this was not up to their standard Mm -hmm. but i mean it's a week long. It's a week long play test that we ch- honestly shouldn't have got. Yeah, under all the circumstances. Uh, but for this play test, we got a new map, uh, which was an outside map where you act, uh, were going down. Actually, took you into the dungeon. So you, okay. You started at like these castle. The map was called Ruins. It was like castle ruins, yeah. basically. And then at the end of the map, you could you could go down a floor and actually be in the dungeon. Uh, there were a lot of complaints. People didn't, people didn't care for the map at first. A lot of people were saying they didn't like the map in the Discord. Which, oh fucking hell, I'm, I, 
I avoided joining this Discord until now, mm-hmm. and I only joined it because so I get the updates for the play yeah. test because that's where they were posting them. And man, it is a fucking it's it's a nightmare. Is like, it a bunch of? It's just it's just people constantly complaining. At least during the week of the play test, there's a lot of people complaining about anything and everything, and then they just they just fucking message in there nonstop. It's fucking wild. Never joined a server like a Discord server for games I've been playing before. It was unbelievable. There were multiple times, or there was one time for about four hours or so, the mods to the server just like silenced the uh, the general chat so nobody could talk. Yes, because it was just it was the servers were down at the time. Yeah, and it was just fucking copy pastas over and over again. It was just people spamming. So they, it's like they, uh, they they silenced him. I thought that was funny. Yeah, I would too. I mean, there's no point in that shit. Yeah, it's not. I wasn't there for. I was there for th- three windows: community update or community announcements, announcements, and server status. That's what I, mean, I was there right. for. I mean, I'm in the Naraka Blade Point Discord, and I'm in there for events, people posting up their character models, just because that's a fantastic channel to watch of just all the different. Because Naraka has a very in depth character customization so some of the things people create is amazing and then um then just update yeah info update i'm there for those three but uh but yeah for dark and darker we got a new map the ruins which there were complaints about the map there were complaints about a lot of stuff they ended up doing a hot fix which was also we had to torrent the download and then apply the hot fix uh God, it's been forever since I've had to do that. I know, dude. It was the, every time they they put something in there, it, it was just general turned into how do I do this? Yeah, I bet. Uh, but so we have things like launchers that do it all for us now. <laughs> but yeah, so we it's like we we had to. It was it was a bit of a bit of a pain. There were a lot of problems with this play test, but it was still fun. But like the ruins map, they took away the old map that we had, which was is. Floor two. Okay. That's what we've been playing on in every play test. They ended up in their first hot fix, adding that back in. Okay. Like the maps that we would normally play on there, adjusting some stuff, and then the ruins became its own isolated map that you can play on. Gotcha. Which personally, I really enjoyed ruins for about three days. Okay. And I'll get to why that got ruined. Uh, because with this playtest, all of the classes that were existing in the game all got like little little balance changes, buffs and nerfs and that. But then they also, all the classes that were already existing, got a shitload more perks and like passives. Oh. Or like, pa- like perks and active skills and that. Yeah. Uh, and what ended up ruining the ruins was something they gave to Rogue. They gave the Rogue... Double jump. Oof. So it just basically became, if there was any point anywhere on a map where there was like a little little rock or something sticking out on a wall, Rogue can climb that. So, they can climb anywhere. They can climb everything. It, it, ruins became the land of the naked rogues. <laughs> they would go in and they would take off all their armor and they'd show up with daggers and they would just climb to the top of the map and hide. And then try to jump down on people when they weren't looking. Wow. It was fucking wild. 
Like you would, it went from like the first couple days was like normal. Yeah. And then everyone, and then like ruins just became. Everyone's character models just looking up. There's, it it was literally, you'd round the corner and be looking up every, everywhere you went because it was 18 people load into that server. There would be nine rogues. Fuck. Not wearing anything. You'd walk in. You'd, you'd walk around the corner and look up and see a rogue hide because rogue has a one of their passives or one of their yeah one of their perks is called poison uh, like poison daggers or something. Okay, basically adds a little bit of poison uh, like a little poison dot. So when they when they hit you, it stacks up to I think it's four damage for five seconds. Okay, or four damage every second for five seconds if it's stacked up all the way. Basically amounting to twenty poison damage. Okay. But since they have that, their daggers glow like green and purple. Yeah. You'd look up in the shadows and just see a little green and purple sliver. <laughs> it was fucking everywhere. It was wild. Uh but yeah, a lot of a lot of little changes to everything. I like I say that we just I just stopped playing ruins for the most part. Went back to the old map I and mean, that's it, was, fair. it was more normal there. Yeah. Uh but yeah, it was a, a lot of a lot of changes made to the classes every every class besides bard because it was new got a bunch of perks they got new active skills fighter got a lot more stuff for or they actually have skills and perks and stuff to benefit like going sword and shield now gotcha so they have additional like bonuses there can you be a magic swordsman yet uh wizard wizard can the there's one of the magic or one of the magic focuses because there's the magic staff spell book sp- uh crystal ball and then for wizards specifically they have a uh, uh, crystal swords which are just just a basically a sword made out of crystal that lets them use use it as their spellcasting focus gotcha and i missed a comment but someone said hi so hi i know who you are can't remember your name. I'm really out of this right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, you ask about Bards. So we all knew everybody from Dark and Darker that's played knew Bards were coming. Okay, it's been we thought it, we thought it was going to be in the last playtest, but they they didn't get it quite finished. It's still not finished from what <laughs> I saw. Bard, I have zero idea where a bard is supposed to be played or how it benefits or how bringing a bard benefits in any fucking way. So the bard is unique in the sense that just imagine Diaz and Lord of the Rings. It's so every, every class has like starting wet, like a starting set of gear. So like rogue has two daggers and then they have, or so they, they change it this time. So they gave, additional weapons for like offhands and stuff okay so like ranger has uh they have a bow and then in their second weapon slot they have a short sword okay and stuff like that the bard his main weapon is a loot which makes sense and his secondary weapon is a rapier okay which also makes sense uh the bard is weird because there's only four songs available that you can play okay one of them is and to play them, you have to select it, and then uh, you pull your loot out and right-click, and then you get, like, a little rhythm section that you have to play. 
It's the same every time, so you get used to it very quick. But it, it, it you do have to walk around while you're actually playing it. That's funny. Uh, one of the songs is a speed boot, like an AOE speed boost for you and allies. Okay. Uh, it, it's decent. It's not the. It's not great. So, uh, just real quick question. So, after you play it and do the rhythm section, does it stay active for a little bit? So, yeah, six seconds. Every song is six seconds. Okay. The second song is, or what? Okay, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with these in in an order that ends with why people were playing Bard. Okay. So the first one is the speed boost. Okay. The, the fourth song is they changed how regaining health works. Uh, cause now there's what they call regainable health. So when you take, okay. when you take damage, your health bar goes down. Yeah. If you take, if you like use a surgical kit or drink potions and stuff, the amount of health you have available to regain goes up because those fix, those work on your maximum health. Gotcha. But they added a resting feature. So you can just kind of sit down and regain your regainable health. Okay. So when you, when you lose health, you've got your health bar and then there's like a, uh, a, a, like a slightly different color red showing how much you would regain if you were to rest. Okay. The Bard has a song that regains the regainable health, okay. not, not your actual health. Okay. Or it'll regain your actual health to the limit of the regainable health. Okay. Overly complicated way to explain that, but that's what it does. All right. Uh, the Bard also has a song uh, called Chaotic Disposition. Okay. So you play it and then... Any monster within the range, and you can walk around and then it activates anything that enters the range, every monster in the range will attack the closest target that's not you. Okay, that's fun. So, like, you can you can play it. The only problem is, if you do that, a lot of the bulk experience you get for your character is based off last hitting enemies. You don't get the experience if the monsters kill each other. Aww. So th- this the song is cool. There's no limit on these songs either. You can just keep playing them over okay. and over again. And then the reason why everybody was playing Bard. Bard, I don't know what the name of the fucking song was, but the Bard has a song where you get this big AOE, and for six seconds, nobody can attack. <laughs> you can stroll up into a fight. Yes. Where people are fighting. You could have you could have six, you could have twelve, you'd have eighteen people, you could have a whole lobby fighting. You come strolling in, playing your stupid fucking loot, and then everybody in the range can't can't attack you or can't attack anyone. Spells can still be cast, okay. But the bard also has one of their active abilities, makes it so nobody in the AOE can cast spells. <laughs> it's a fucking troll class. It's a it's. It's a class that at least at the point that it's at now. But there's probably people out there that loved playing it. I as mean, far as bad. I was concerned from the little bit I played of it, this class is just everybody who's playing it is literally just running around trolling. Like they're they're That's it, what it they're in a like. they're in a group of people like they got it's usually a three man. Okay. There'd be like two people that are going in and then one guy who's there to just kind of speed them up and speed them up and then if things aren't going great, make everybody stop hitting each other. <laughs> Kind of, kind of what it felt like. That's pretty funny. Yeah, that's why everybody was playing bard, at least from what I saw. You'd see, you'd see like solo bards come walking into like eight people fighting and just be trying to stop them. Usually, what happened then is everybody turned and killed the bard. <laughs> I mean, that. Yeah. It's like everybody just turned and went, "All right, you're annoying," and then went back to it. 
See, the only thing that I feel like would make this better is instead of the bard having a rapier, if you could give him a flintlock. No. Why not? No. If you give them a flintlock, you got to give the rangers a flintlock, and they don't fucking need it. <laughs> I mean, they, you don't get to give the rangers a flintlock. The bards have a fucking loot. Yeah. That's so annoying as fuck. But uh, they did change a couple other things. Speaking of rangers, uh, a change that they I, I saw on a podcast that they mentioned at the end of last year, I think it was in November last year that I, they first, or this is the first time I heard of it. Okay. Was uh, the question was asked about arrows because the way rangers have been so far, the first play test I had, you just had unlimited arrows. You didn't have to reload them. You didn't have to reload a quiver or anything. You just... Left click, shoot all day. Ranger's been busted for a long time. Okay. Ranger, like people been people complain about Wizard for a while. Previous playtests are both complaining about Barbarian. That's just because the Rangers were just keeping quiet. They knew what they were, and they didn't want anybody to say anything. <laughs> but uh, last playtest, they made it where like different bows got different amounts of arrows that you could have in your quiver. Okay. So like long bows, you get five arrows. Like survival bows, get like seven. And then recurve bows get six. Okay. So like different, you you get a number of shots, and then you just have to reload it. It's like a three second animation. Okay. Of you basically just pulling them out. This play test, you actually got to carry arrows. Yay! And honestly, I fucking loved it. I mean, I, I, if I, you space I, the arrows enough, I mean, it's not that bad of a mechanic. It it was a learning process. The problem at the beginning of the play test was you started with like. I think you started with 26 arrows, which they go quick because the starting weapons suck. Okay. Uh, and then they only stacked in size in stacks of 10. So they, and they take up four, four vertical inventory slots. So they take up a lot of space. Okay. Which was the main complaint. They ended up changing it. So they stacked it uh, in size of 15, which was honestly a fucking massive change. I played a lot of Ranger this play test. <laughs> I, I actually really enjoyed it, like the the carrying arrows and looting them and having to manage the resource okay. made it feel more, better for me. Yeah, because it like not ever having to worry about it kind of took me out of it. That's fair. Uh, even though I did miss the period where rangers were completely fucking busted, they're still they're still busted, but not they're more manageable now. So rangers now ro- running around collecting arrows. Rogues sitting in the fucking ceiling naked. Yeah, they're rogue rogues live in the highest space available to reach on the map. Rangers actually have to carry arrows. Uh clerics had about three days of being the most busted character in just about any game imaginable. Uh there was a there was a bug with the way that one of their spells worked. Okay. They, they got a new spell called Locust Swarm. Okay. Basically an AoE that Locust swarm. So in. were they just the clerics of plague? Basically, yeah. If you saw if you if you saw a cleric, you had to be fucking terrified. <laughs> because the way the spell works is it ticked one damage every point one seconds and it had like a it's got a several second uh channel time. Okay. So realistically if you were in the swarm for one second, you should take ten damage. Okay. There was a bug for any plus magical damage any plus flat magical damage like plus one instead of it adding to the total damage it added to every tick 
So clerics were able to do hundred. A cleric could wipe a squad in half a second. Fuck. There were some. There were some crazy, crazy bugs and stuff that played this. Yeah, clerics. Clerics were wild. Uh, there. I mean, clerics are still one of the strongest classes in the game, but they 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 had the brief spotlight on them. So naked rogues, fucking clerics of plague, bards running around being assholes. What were barbarians doing this run? Uh, I didn't find out about this till after the playtest, but they did have a they did have a bug with the way one of their skills worked. That was fucking wild. Uh, I don't think it was encountered too often because I don't think a lot of people were actually using the ability. Okay, but I mean barbarians were just as strong as I've always been. They got a slight decrease to, like, one of their passive skills for axe damage. Okay. Used to be plus 10 to all axe damage. Now it's plus 5. Okay. So, overall, barbarians still yell, still charge at you, still fucking destroy people. Number one kill leader. Uh, I didn't check it the last day of the playtest. I'm assuming it was still Narek. Dude's been number <laughs> one on the number one killer in every playtest uh, as a barbarian. He's, he's, been, he's been destroying people. Every playtest. All right. It's like the it's like the one constant of the playtest is I didn't check the scoreboard or like the high leaderboard until like day three. And I looked at it and went, oh, hey, look, Narek's out to a comfortable lead again. <laughs> I don't know who this dude is, but he's a fucking, he, he destroys people on Barbarian. He probably goes in solo in a three-man and just sees enemy, sees red. Yeah. There was a, apparently there was a bug. I saw a video on it earlier today, actually. Uh, I guess someone waited until after the playtest to post the video. Okay. It was a barbarian got a new ability called Achilles Strike or something. Okay. Uh, Basically, you activate it, and then the next hit you do on somebody slows them down, and then for for the next two seconds, every time they take a step, they take, like, 10 damage. Okay. Uh, there was a bug in the way that the skill actually worked because it said like plus uh, the plus damage that you got from I think the perk was adding as was working as plus to total physical damage instead of plus to weapon damage. Okay. Or I may have one of those backwards. So it was basically like you could throw an axe at somebody. And then they would take, instead of taking like 10 damage every step, they were taking like 30 damage every step. <laughs> because the way the way the math was working on it, it, yeah. was, it, it was incorrect so that it, it was like exponentially multiplying the damage instead of being a flat additive damage. That's funny. But, uh, but yeah, play, it's like playtest overall. It was rough, but I mean, it was fun. Everybody, everybody was in there. Uh, everybody was just happy. I think that it was there. People were complaining about some of the server problems and that, but I mean, what I do mean, you expect? We we, we shouldn't you, have got this playtest. Yeah, I mean, you can't really expect much. They had a very much hot fix a way to do this playtest. Yeah, and even then, we still got two hot fixes over because it went from the fifteenth to the nineteenth. In that time, we still got two hot fixes. Nice. It's like that changed. All that basically redid how the playtest was being done over that time. So I mean, it was still a crazy amount that they actually patched in, even with all the constraints they had. 
for how they had to deliver it to us. Okay. I mean, hey, you had a good time. So when's the possible next playtest? Have they announced it yet? No. All they all they said was like when the playtest ended, there was a post on the Discord. Uh, I can actually probably pull it up. Why are birds attacking again? Uh, yeah, they said uh, at, when the playtest ended, they said, thank you everyone for joining us this playtest. It was a long and ar- arduous road for us this time. Knowing we had to keep our promise to our fans gave us the strength to endure. The technical quality was not up to our standards. We'll work hard to improve it for the future. We're also the, we, it's like we were also the target of endless DDoS attacks, and we're sorry that that impacted you. We will investigate solutions to mitigate these issues in the future. Once again, it is only through the support of our fan base that we persist. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. So I, there's no information on a potential next play test, but they've they've constantly reaffirmed like in in the Discord of basically saying we're working our way through this. We'll continue to improve the game, and we will. Uh, it's like we look basically saying we look forward to showing you. Or like releasing the game to you at some point. Here's hoping they're able to make their own launcher, just uh, for the heck of it. Oh, oh, there was a big surprise uh, when when I launched the game. We know what the next class is going to be too. Hadn't heard anything on this. Everybody was thinking druid. Okay. Warlock. Oh shit. Yeah, in there because the, uh, it showed the bard was in there, and then it says warlock coming soon. Oh, nice. So I don't know how the fuck that's going to work, but I'm excited. Because I'm assuming pretty much based all these are s- sort of similar, like D and D setup. Yeah, basically D and D, taking the basic fantasy tropes of like D and D and and that uh, into like a dungeon crawl setting, basically. All I could so it would either be more like affliction dots magic or um, creatures. Uh, dude, I was talking about this with some of my buddies. Uh, man, I I know it's probably not going to happen. I want creatures. I mean, I bet you do. I would love creatures. It would be very hard to do, but I would love it. I would also really like a like an affliction style. Affliction like a, style like a, would be like, nice. a, like a debuff affliction style. I would love that. That's my personal preference. I would ha- I would probably have more fun with that, but I love the idea of summoning like little hell little spawn minions. creatures to 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 do stuff. I, the prize. It's like my main problem with that is there's no good way to do it because no. it's like there's no easy easy good solution for it because either they're they're kind of undertuned and hard like hard to deal with yeah. or hard to use or they're fucking overtuned as shit. Yes. So I don't know. I, w- I probably would... why you'll more than likely not see a necromancer or summoner in that game. Yeah, yeah. I, it's like I would find that to be very hard to believe if that was going to happen. But yeah, for for like a potential warlock, I could see like a like potentially a debuff slash affliction. affliction style, like dot base. Yeah, that'd be fun. Because yeah. either other than that, or otherwise, it's just going to be a different flavored wizard. Yeah, like a slightly different blaster kind of. Yeah. But yeah. Overall playtest, even with all the technical problems and everything, had a fucking blast. So if they're running more or less trope style fantasy D and D style. You think you'll ever see an artificer? They haven't. They basically like referring back to the, like the podcast slash interview that I back from like November that I saw. 
they they were saying don't don't rule anything out. Okay, but they're there's they're sticking with kind of the standard or the idea is to get the standard kind of character classes and everything for initial done release and everything there because that's that it's like that stuff is I mean it's cliche and kind yeah. of standard for a reason it works yeah and for like a three person setup like a three person parties besides Bard that's in there right now Bard maybe when it gets fleshed out more and has more songs and stuff in there it'll make more sense yeah uh, but everything else in there it's like any combination of them in a three man setup works great that's good but yeah overall like I said had a blast was surprised that it actually happened for, for me I was just I was just very like grateful that it was happening alright well I think that's all really game talking points we got, unless you got anything else. Uh, I bought a new game today. Okay, what was that? Uh, it came out. It came out on the sixteenth. Okay. Uh, it's a survival game. I think it's called like uh, Survival Fountain of Youth. Okay. Single player, like survival game. Uh, I only played it for like. A little over an hour earlier. Yeah. I was looking at it on my wish list and earlier I was kind of sitting at the house. I was like, fuck it, we'll buy it. Uh, I mean, kind of standard survival stuff. Yeah. The thing, it's like basically saying there's un, unmarked islands out in the middle of the sea that supposedly contain the fountain of youth. And you get a, you get a crew together to go explore these islands. Uh, Storm happens, you wind up shipwrecked on a beach, and then explore the island. Okay. So I'm I'm still very much in the early aspects of it, where I'm like I'm living on the beach trying to get an idea of how the game mechanics work and where to get resources and everything. Okay. Uh, so far decent. There's a they've they've got a lot. It's got a lot of like different. It's got a lot going on, because like there's. Uh, there's like little little like Wolverine things. I don't know what the fuck they're called. I I think of like little Wolverines. It's like a little. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's kind of like it's kind of like little creatures. It's kind of like a skunk with that's very aggressive. Honey badger. Yeah, that that's more accurate. Okay. Representation probably. I don't know what they called it in the game, All but right. uh, it's like there's those that I've encountered, and then uh, in the forest there's rattlesnakes and stuff. You, it's like there's sound cues when you're getting close to them. Like they actually start rattling and they they like pop up, so that you know they're there. Okay. Uh, uh there's a fucking scorpions. I didn't know what the fuck was happening, but like, jump scared me almost because I guess it got close to me, and then next thing I know, I'm like my character just whips his arm out, and a scorpion comes crawling up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like for each of those, like. Uh, every, just about any action you take, whether it be like gathering resources from a tree or starting a fire or something like that, there's a 1% chance that you hurt yourself. <laughs> All right. Because it's like, it, which makes sense because it's like you, you crashed on a ship two days ago and you're over here trying to cut this tree down. And it's like you, I've I've still got a debuff from almost dying on the shipwreck. That's fair. So it's like 
it's basically, and they're, they're not crazy things. It's like if you go to cut a tree down and you get a wound, it's a, you get a cut on, like you get a cut. So it's like you, your maximum health decreases slightly and you have like a slight bleed. To fix that, you make a bandage. Okay. I mean, that and, seems fair. And then like if a scorpion, if a scorpion stings you, if you get bit by a snake, you get a poison debuff. How do you, it's like, I've, I've fixed that by killing a scorpion and then using its body to make an antidote. So it's like little things like that. I did, I did find it annoying because I spent too much time in the sun and I got sunburned. <laughs> Fucking respect. But yeah, it's like there's little things like that. Like the 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 1% on like any action to get hurt is more funny than anything because the resources to to fix it are abundant where I'm at right now. It's okay. like if I if I get cut, I'll just go like I got a bunch of plants. Like the plants and and stuff. I'll just make myself a bandage real quick and take care of it. But and then like the the other thing that I thought was interesting is it's like you, yeah you're on an uninhabited island and you you kill a crab and like on the beach and then cook it and eat it yeah of course that's it's like there's like an eight percent chance or something for you to have stomach like to basically get a stomach ache or something like that which just slightly reduces like your maximum energy or something okay like that. so it's like little things like that where eating eating the wildlife and that will might give like you might get sick doing it, but again, you just, there's plants and stuff everywhere to make the bandages or make the medicines to take care of it. So it's one of those things where it'll it might get annoying as I continue playing, but at least early on, I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. Granted, oh, the other good thing is when you do take the medicines, you get you then have like a period of time where you have a resistance from getting those debuffs. Again. Oh, that's nice, yeah. So it's not like, oh, I'm going to eat. Okay, now I'm sick. Let me take my medicine, and I'm going to eat again, and I'm immediately sick again. That's good. But yeah, so so far, it's all little things like that. I haven't encountered anything yet that I'm like, well, this, this is pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> you actually saying that reminds me of a game I picked up uh, the or break week, which I've forgotten about, because it, like, it was a $12 game. Some of that came out back in uh, last year. A game called uh, Core Lore, which is, it's just Survivor. Oh. <laughs> so you pick a character on one of the two tribes. You do challenges, a comfort challenge, then a immunity challenge. And you then there's a whole social aspect where you're trying to get buddy-buddy with your uh, tribe mates to try and form alliances to vote people out whenever you lose immunity <laughs> challenges. God damn it. <laughs> it was a $12 game. I went, sure, I like Survivor. Let's check it out. Yeah, I mean, I could see that being entertaining for, for a little while. It was entertaining for like a day or two. I got through a fall game, so. Yeah, it, it's one of those where I like, I could see that being fun for a few hours and being like, all right, that was that, that's enough of that now. It, and it was enough where for another $4, you can get the DLC, which does it which has you play a game in the desert instead of a tropical island <laughs> so with different challenges <laughs> and different tribe members yeah i will say the one thing that i did i was thinking while i was playing uh uh survival found a youth uh usually when i play these survival type games i'm playing them co-op with somebody yeah and i think i prefer that most of the time okay like, this is a single player game yeah uh, I think I usually prefer playing co-op because 
then I usually just have someone else go out and gather a bunch of the stuff that I need. <laughs> like some games, I don't mind doing it, but it depends on how the game is. So far, I haven't. Well, it hasn't bothered me because I haven't needed a whole lot of stuff. Okay. And the stuff that I've needed has been abundant. But now that I've collected it and I'm going to have to go further away to find more of it, we'll see. Okay. But like some games like Valheim, I had no issue doing the gathering in that game. When that game when that game came out and I got into it, I I mean, I'd spend I'd I'd log in just and be like, all right, I'm going to spend the next six hours gathering resources. <laughs> you know, a game that. It's out, which was actually on sale recently that I still want to try at some point. Tribes of Midgard. I've yet to pick that up. That's it on was, like season three or four now. It was one of those games where when it when it was coming out, I really I was interested in it. I was like, yeah, yeah, maybe I'll talk some people into playing this with me. And then I just forgot about it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, I'd probably be interested in playing that at some point. I mean, it's still I mean, it's still getting updated. It's just sort of flying under the radar. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right because I've, I've anytime that it, I do see it and it pop up, it's always got like good reviews on it. Now I know when it originally came out, it was sort of mixed, but it's gotten better. Oh yeah, well I mean that's these days game comes out with good reviews. It's kind of rare. That's fair because because it's one of those where it's like people will make snap decisions on games. Can't judge them too much based on my last week. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, well, the one thing is like I don't, I don't know. I a lot of times I'm more forgiving of games when they just come out, uh, depending on the style of game it is. That's fair. Tribes of Midgard was unique. It was when it, it came out. So. Survival tower defense game. But yeah, I'd probably, be, I'd be, yeah, I'd definitely be down to play it still. But well, we're getting up there. I feel like I should probably hit the notable news stuff now, unless you got anything else. Uh, I don't think so. All right. Well, so for our break week for stuff that was notable, so Zelda Tears of the Kingdom got its final trailer. I didn't watch it. Did you? It had a trailer? Yeah, it released a trailer last week. No, I have I have seen the uh, the OLED Switch edition for it. Looks fucking sick. Is it the one that was leaked? I don't know. I don't remember looking at the, okay. at the leaked version of it. I've seen the official version, and it looks fucking cool. Well, since John and me didn't watch it, Alex watched and left us notes. He's <laughs> he, he he's knows, mega hyped, yeah, like he, peak he, mega hyped. He knows and, us pretty good there. He knows we weren't going to watch it. <laughs> and he says it answered multiple questions and concerns he had about the game with the trailer alone. Um, so, yeah, there's that. So, apparently, the trailer was very good. If you somehow missed it after two weeks, go check it out. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, I I read I read him that that he put in there earlier, and I was like, okay, so it sounds like people that were excited for Zelda are still excited for Zelda. Yeah. Um, a sort of surprise job game revealed, Immortals of Avon. It's gonna be released on July twentieth for PS five series and PC. Single player magic FPS from Dead Space and COD developers. Twenty five hour story with branching paths. I didn't really... I sort of missed this. I saw that the trailer gonna, blew up, though. I was going to ask if you watched the trailer. I did not. I did look into, like, some screenshots. And I mean, from the screenshots, it looks very good. I started the trailer, and it blew up. I, see, I saw a lot of news pop out about it, but I don't, the trailer... I don't know if I was just in a mood 
or something, but I was bored during the trailer. The game uh, sounds really interesting, I mean, but the trailer didn't gather any interest. For I mean, me. the trailer dropped and it blew up. So I figure this I is going to be one to watch. In, I think I was in a mood this week. A game to watch when it comes out in July. Um, Joseph Staten, longtime Halo executive, has left Microsoft and joined Netflix as creative director of a brand new AAA multi-platform game and original IP. And extra note, Frank O'Connor, Halo franchise director, has also left Microsoft. I don't know what the heck Netflix is doing, going to make a new game with a new IP, but hey, Netflix, you do. You, you know man. what? I mean, why not? Give them a shot. See what they can do. I mean, Netflix is just doing whatever. Yeah. I mean, they've kind of been that way. You remember when they were just to send DVDs to people? It's Now they're in the game development. Yes. Um, apparently, Sega bought Angry Birds creator Rovio Entertainment for $775 million. Um, the fuck? <laughs> I don't... <laughs> Sure, I don't. I don't. I don't know where Sega's coming out of out of the woodworks and being like, "Yo, we got some fucking money." Yeah, because like on Alex's notes here, you said we've all we've joked about Sega being bought up by someone, and always like it's not gonna happen. It's Sega. They're sort of in the same realm as Nintendo. They're just gonna sort of be there and do whatever the fuck they want. And they almost they drop three quarters of a mil of almost a billion dollars for fucking Angry Birds creator. They're just. I feel like they may have thought they just weren't getting any news and they wanted to flex. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck, Sega? <laughs> I don't know. It's, that's, <laughs> Sega going, Sega's kind of, like we said, they're kind of like Nintendo. Sega going to do Sega things. I mean, they're going to always be there. I mean, I really don't see anyone actually buying up Sega anytime in the near future. And then for this week's wrap-up, we have a Switch hacker, Gary Bowser, has been... Released from jail early, but still has to pay $14.5 million to Nintendo. He's claimed he's only played 175. I don't think that's right. Has only paid $175 million so far. He will have to pay basically 25 to 30% of his income for the rest of his life, basically. Fucking Nintendo goes hard on people, man. They don't fuck around. No, they that's don't. That's why we've, we've always known Nintendo... Nintendo like kind of came down hard whenever they decided they wanted to. Yeah, they don't they don't pull punches. No, if you mess with their properties, they are gonna fuck you hard. <laughs> um, but on other Nintendo news, the indie world happened. Do you watch it? No, I saw that it went live and I ignored it. I didn't even see that it went live. Cool. Um, game announcement that Alex says to keep an eye on is. Worthing Waves. It's a free-to-play action RPG. Emphasizes freedom and exploration in a fast-paced PvE combat. Closed beta coming soon. I feel like I would be the one to check this game out out I'd, of everyone, really. I feel like I'd sign up, get access, and forget about it. I Yeah, I feel like you would probably get access before I did, but I would be the one to actually play this probably. game. Probably. Because I tend... I, I go pretty hard when, when new RPGs come out. Yeah, you do. I like to try them. Yeah. I mean, I'll go mildly into it and go, okay, that was entertaining. Then Harry Potter, Potter Quidditch Champions announced. Did you sign up for this? I did not. I didn't know this was a thing until I read the script. I went, wait, we're getting another Quidditch game? Okay. They ask a lot of questions in this in this sign up. 
they ask, they want to know how many hours you've put into every genre of game imaginable. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, because it's like they they differentiate to like in the questionnaire they differentiate. They're like, how many hours have you put into FPS games? Okay, now how many hours have you put into battle royale games? <laughs> Do you play RTS? What about mobile? When they, I I got through it, like I was like, okay, they even specified Rocket League. <laughs> Did you feel like someone was gonna show up at your house after finishing it? Okay, let's put it this way: it ended. I was like, I was looking back at it, and I was like, man, I put a lot of fucking hours into a lot of these games. And then the last one is MOBA games. <laughs> man, it felt, I felt bad. Because oh. I just, I, I mean, I just ballparked it. I was about and, to say, I don't think I could answer any of that, honestly. Well, it's like I ballparked it for the most part. And then it got to, it got to like, they put, they put like league at the end. And I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm like, man, did you put, did you say this to the end? Cause I'm going to put, it's like, I'm about to, I'm about to like be conservative about it and like not put my actual time in and just throw like 10,000 hours down here. <laughs> and you going to see that and go, he's out. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck this game is. I just got the email for it, so I signed up for it. I was just... It's just interesting to me that of all the Harry Potter stuff, after getting Hogwarts Legacy, we're then now getting a new Quidditch game of all things. Well, I mean, Quidditch has been one of the aspects. Like, the the, the Quidditch World Cup was one of the better Harry Potter games to come out. I mean, it was, but it was very simple. I assume you played it. Yeah. It was a very simple game, I'm be honest, because... The whole thing was even if you did poorly somehow against the shitty AI, as long as you got the golden snitch, which was just a follow the trail mini game, you won. Oh yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's one of those where it's like, you think it's going to be multiplayer? I can only assume it's going to be would, multiplayer. I would assume that it has to be. But, but yeah, no. I. But you mentioned like Hogwarts Legacy, but then again, one of the disappointments from that game was the fact that you couldn't play, play Quidditch. Quidditch. Every, every every Harry Potter fan wants to play Quidditch. Plus, I just look at this. I'm like, this is just. I'm all I can hope is that this, whatever this game is, is better than the, like, indie, not Quidditch but Quidditch, uh, game we got like two years ago. That was a thing. Oh, it was bad. <laughs> it was recommended to me because because of, of Rocket League. Okay. It was like it was like, oh, you like you like this Rocket League thing. What about broomsticks? Like, what if you're on broomsticks and you fly around and try to throw the ball through these three hoops? It was one of the jankiest games I've ever played. See, now all I can think is it's going to be um, somewhat similar mechanics to um, Omega Strikers, just on broomsticks. I mean, that'd be cool. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, no, I signed up for this. It's like, I did sign up for this game. Yeah, I, I hope that I get into it. But yeah, no, I was just surprised by the, um, because a lot of times for these signups, it's just like, do you want to play this game? Yes. Have okay. you played these genre games? It's like, have you played games in these genres before? And it's just like, you got to go through and it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then at the end, it, you might have to put in your age. And then sometimes it asks, how many hours do you think you put towards games in a week? Yeah. It's like, usually it's that. Now this was, this one was very much like, you entered it in on one page and then clicked go, it like clicked okay, and then a second one popped up. And it was like, and it was Who, who's being who's developing this? I don't know. Okay, actually, I don't remember. I I didn't 
pay that much attention to it. It just sounded... I saw Quidditch, and I was like, sure, I'll, I'll sign up. All right. And then, last but not least for the week, Mobile Monster Hunter has been announced by Capcom and Niantic. I mean... It's going to be Monster Hunter Mobile. Wait, is this the... Is this, like, the... Oh, this is the Monster Hunter, like, Pokemon Go type game. Okay. That's Niantic, man. Yeah. It's going to be bogged down with microtransactions. Well, yeah. It's a mobile game. I feel like I don't know any other mobile developer other than Niantic. I couldn't name one. And I play more mobile games than all. <laughs> I see Niantic and go, shit, microtransactions. Yeah, I play a lot of I play a lot of mobile games, but I play a lot of I, like I've said before, I play a lot of trash. <laughs> I, I I play a lot of I play a lot of bad idle games. Honestly, like I've I've I looked at it or I I was looking for one recently. So I if you go to like the Google Play Store and type okay. it and go to and like type in idle. You gotta scroll a long time before I mean, you find I know one. You I, do. Before you find one, I haven't played. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Well, that's the weekly wrap up for this week and last week. Um, I don't think I have any like small things to add on at all. Um, because nothing's happened in Morocco. Oh. oh, there is one dumb thing that I noticed just because. It's a thing. So in WWE 2K 23, they added a new card pack for This Is Awesome. And on the cover of it, it shows, like, for the little banner, it shows a bunch of cards and whatnot. And The Miz is one of the cards that's supposed to be in it. He's not in the pack. It's a week later. He's still not at the pack. So And his and his is the opening that is, this is awesome. I was like, so the guy whose thing is saying awesome, you don't even have his fucking card in the pack. Yeah, makes sense. I haven't played. I haven't played WWE in. in He's the last on the fucking cover of the wrapping for it. Yeah, him. Uh, I haven't played WWE this past week. Uh, I did see. I saw a video saying that uh, they updated my GM. Yes. To where you can actually have like triple threat and fatal four way title matches now. Yes. And I'm excited. Yeah. No. I'm excited to go back in there. I had a little I've, fun with that. Because I, I have a couple undefeated champions in my current, uh, like season that I'm in. See, now I just need them to be able to allow six man and triple threat tag teams and GM. Uh, I keep trying to make tag teams work. I've only got one group that works. See, I got several tag teams, so I'm I'm cool with it. I got like one group that actually works, or. Yeah, only only my female tag team champions actually actually generate any like favor. Say I got a female tag team that are both good at um, backstage brawls. Then I got a male tag team that are good I at tables. I still only have like two two wrestlers where I know what their their match type is. Man, come on! I throw people into stuff constantly. I just never get the information. I'm be fair. I cheated a bit. Well, I didn't cheat. Just after one of the pay per views, looked it up, didn't? You? No, one of the pay per views after I finished, I got a gold one. And the best thing about it was, it was for a whole uh, month. I had no cost on special matches. 
Oh, yeah, that would that would do it. Yeah, so I could do whatever fucking special match I want. It was no cost. Because normally I only do that after I get like a movie deal and I'm like fucking rolling in it. We gotta have some good events. <laughs> yeah, so no, I had just a fuck ton of cards, which was just nothing with special matches for an entire four week period. Yeah, the only the only ones that I know is my former my former uh, women's title holder is fantastic at at cage matches. Okay. And uh, one, like one member. I mean, if you pay attention, the other the AIs can find them out too, and it keeps track of it for you. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, I've I've seen. I just like a lot of times I'll throw people in matches, and okay. then I've missed. I know I've seen it a couple times, but I forgot what they were because it didn't update it. Okay. In the like the wrestler's description. Gotcha. But like after the match, you'll you know how like the fan reaction will be like, oh, yeah. they seem to really excel in that. You have to put them in that match a couple times before it unlocks it, like in the wrestler description. Oh, really? From what I've seen, because I've had that come up a couple times, and then I don't remember what it was, and when I go to them, it doesn't show it there. I don't know if I just bugged out okay. a couple times or what. I guess I just never noticed, because I usually do it in the next match, so on the next show. Um, I feel like at some point, you and me need to do a GM against each other. Yeah, I, got, I still got to... I still suck at putting on weekly shows. I'm slow. My downside for the weekly shows is that I don't keep the quality of them up, and I like using unpopular rosters. So <laughs> I have like no star power. <laughs> I usually have two people with star power, and it's usually my uh, my male champion because he holds every belt imaginable. Okay, uh, that's just because he doesn't lose. Okay. It, uh, yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't lost in like a season and a half. <laughs> I don't know what happened to him, but because uh, it's, yeah, it's like he, he's, he's a monster. He's He's been at like a hundred popularity the entire time. Damn. And then uh, my, like w- my former uh, woman's title holder, uh, she's popular just because I like she's never been in a bad match. Okay. It's like, uh, oh no! This this season as well. I have a cup. Like, I've got a I've got a duo mm-hmm. that doesn't matter what the match type is. Doesn't matter when I put them together. If they go into a match, the lowest it's ever been is four and a half stars. Damn! Like I've I've had them open shows. I've had them be the main events. They've been mid cards, <laughs> <laughs> title matches, non title matches, standard ass match, whatever it is. They 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 show up and they put on a fucking show. Okay, I mean that's a nice one. But um, yeah, I need to look at that at some point because I feel like that'd be entertaining. But I feel like if you got nothing else, we should probably close up the show. We're getting on to two hours for the episode. Yeah, yeah, I I think I've thrown in most of my tidbits as I as I remembered them. Alrighty then. Well, I guess I can hit this again and see what it does. <laughs> so like comment subscribe rate whatever your platform allows if you've somehow watched this almost two hours or been with us live thank you very much um we'll see how next week goes but yeah if you haven't subscribed hit that subscribe for us it helps uh, yeah do everything he's done more and uh like like i said if you made it to the end of the episode with us i mean thank you very much because uh these with me and just me and zach they either go long or we cut them short. Yeah, one or the other. So, 
if you enjoyed what you saw uh, live or after the fact, we do these Saturdays about 6 p.m. Central Time. So come and check us out then. Thank you. And like to still shout out, go check out Rogue Energy. They got that new tiger blood out there. Strawberry, watermelon, and coconut. Check out Agent Inc., Wayward Beard Company. Red Dragon, which we don't shout out as much as we should. Sorry, Red Dragon. And check out the website, our actual website, and the Discord. Follow us there. Join us there. Maybe one of us will respond. The Galax responds more than anybody. Yeah. I've... It's there. <laughs> I check it every now and then. Yeah, so do I. And thank you very much, and hopefully we see you next Saturday. Bye.